I, I try to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear, you know? And so does that get me in trouble? A hundred percent, right? It doesn't work for everybody. All right. Welcome back to the Mac podcast, guys, where we talk about entrepreneurship, business, real estate, and we just challenge conventional thinking. If you're tired of following the same old advice, want to learn somehow to break free and unfollow the herd, you're in the right place. And I got the right guest for you today. This guy shifted his life in 2018 in a big way. He's he's literally rapping, podcasting, performing. He talks about mental health. He's, he's one brilliant guy. He has helped over 200 podcasters grow their channels with over 2,000 episodes. He is one of the most charismatic guys that I know. Uh, and he has podcast principles, which is actually helping build this podcast we're listening to today. Guys, welcome Ryan Sullivan. Mark, what's up, man? This is uh, this is just this is gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know. We didn't over plan this episode on purpose just yeah. to see what we can get into, man. But by the way, I appreciate the intro, man. Really, I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for you, man. I'm excited that we're working together and excited to be here today. Yeah, man. You you've already shown me like a lot of like how to be real how to challenge conventional thinking and like that's a lot how my mind works a little bit so i feel like we have come common things like that and dude i just feel inspired a little bit around you you got something about you you got some charisma you got really good writing skills i follow you on linkedin um and you're just really like real like ryan is real so i i mean any, everything you talk about so uh i'd like to kind of talk a little bit like you said I, I, let's share your journey Mm -hmm. see how you work your way into podcasting i think that's like super inspiring and and because a lot of people like should i start a podcast and then everybody's starting a podcast you know what i mean like i hear them debatable topics all the yeah. freaking time yeah i mean it was that everybody was starting podcasts and now the stats are showing us the opposite so it's showing us that nobody is um so not nobody but 70 percent less in 2023 versus 2020 right and now people ask oh. me they're they're like why is that i said this is an inflation of in during the pandemic more people started them than should have started them right because it was a unique time period so it's not that podcast launches went down 70 percent they just came back down to normal levels like oh. we're, we're now at the normal levels of podcasting there's a lot of factors within that. And I'm just going to take a pause on that topic because I do want to go into the story, man. But yeah, yeah. Uh, to your point, yeah, it's very, um, people would say it's saturated. I know it's not, but once again, it's going to be, that's a whole topic for me to dive into. But to come back uh, to kind of what you mentioned in my story, like, yeah, man, pretty similar to, I think you, you know, I know you vibe with this, but like I was, whenever I tell people I was a mechanic, they're like, oh, really? And uh, it's just, it was like that was my job. Like I started, I quit sports in high school um, to be a mechanic my senior year. Um, while everybody was at practice, I was in the shop um, for two to three hours a day. Um, I would get out of school. I would go get a slice of pizza and I would go work uh, at the shop. And um, they taught me. So half of my day during the day, senior year, um, was at a vocational school. Um, so I learned how to, I didn't learn anything about fixing cars there because it was just a bunch of idiots. But it's, you know, it was just a, it was just a place to not have to do school. Like it wasn't, <laughs> learning is real <laughs> exactly man um I, I, by the way yes to your point i i try to tell people what they need to hear not what they want to hear you know and so does that get me in trouble a hundred percent right it doesn't work for everybody 
and that's okay. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. Um, okay. But yeah, man. So fast forward, you know, I'm a mechanic. Uh, all my friends leave for college, which normally happens after high school. A lot of your friends, whether they get scholarships or they're getting loans, they go away to nice colleges. And that wasn't me, right? I had no plan. Like I literally had no, it, my plan was, my parents were like, yeah, community college is good for you. Fine. And so I just was there. I was going to community college, but what happened was, and you'll like this, I was working at this shop, right? And one side of the shop, the shop has been in business for about 70, 60 years, 70 years. Okay. Um, it was the one of the first, it was the first shop in this, in my town, really in the area, right? In the kind of modern age. And so there would be four generations working in the shop at the same time. Great grandfather, grandfather, son of that guy. And then the son of, and then his oh, son. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And I was the only employee. So the, so the, <laughs> so the, so the son of the, of the guy who founded it, he had a couple rental properties. And so he knew I was going to community college and he was like, here, man, he take this CD. Uh, I'm like, CD. He was like, no, it's an audiobook. It's called rich dad, poor dad. Oh, and sick. I'm like, okay, I don't know. It's about dads. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't need a thing about dads, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, but I said, whatever, you know, I'm vibing with it. So I toss it in because I would go, I would work three days a week and go to school three days a week, you know? Okay. And so that was my split. Okay. Um, and so I'm driving to community college, listening to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, at the same time, I'm watching Tim Ferriss on Joe Rogan. Um, I'm watching Sam oh. Harris on Joe Rogan. So I'm learning meditation. I buy four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. I go, I start going, oh my God, there's like a whole world like out. Yeah. There's a whole, like, it's not just blue collar. It's not just a desk job, yeah. you know, as an accountant or whatever. So what? my horizons are expanding. No. Yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah. Well, were you, why were you curious about that? Right. Like, like, why would you all like, okay, this guy hands you a CD. I just gotta, I just gotta break this down real quick because this guy hands you a CD, rich dad, poor dad. And then you're like, all of a sudden curious about like everything in the world. Like, like how, what, what changed right there? Yeah. I mean, I think so, you know, my, my mom would tell you that I was having conversations with people before I could talk. Like I am a very, like, I'm about, I'm interested in people. I want to talk to people. Uh, and so I think like for sure my personality is I'm constantly curious. Like if I had a book, okay. that might be what it would be called. Like constantly curious in people and things. So I have that about me, but I'd say, so in high school, I was wa listening and watching Joe Rogan on YouTube actually. Yeah, that's cool. And so that was episode in the hundreds, three, 400. He's at like 2000 now or something, but nobody else that I knew was watching it. I just, w I made YouTube gaming videos in 2013. I had a video get a couple hundred thousand views and I got wow. partnered by YouTube. And that was when I was 13 years old, you know? So, wow. um, I was, I was really into YouTube. I was really a nerd. Like I was very outgoing. Like everybody knew me and okay. I knew everybody, but when I came home, I would kind of do my nerd stuff. And so that's what got me on YouTube. Then YouTube got me on Joe Rogan. And then Joe Rogan got me on Sam Harris, which Sam Harris got me on into meditation, which I've been doing for five years. Tim Ferriss got me into digital entrepreneurship, which uh, then I got into three years, four years later. So what I was doing was I was curious in these things, but I didn't know where, when they were going to play out. Right. And wow. so that's the thing. Like I would just read, like what I, I do still now is I read, listen to an audiobook. I don't know when. I'm going to need that information, but maybe later on I will, you know, so I'm definitely naturally curious, but, um, but yeah, so I'm continuing on. I ended up having, making a decision. I saved up $20,000 and I was either going to go to college and for that and use that, blow that 20 on tuition. <laughs> 
Or I was going to open my own shop because the guy who gave me the Rich Dad Poor Dad CD was like, you can rent my other shop for 700 bucks a month. Nice. So Yeah. So I'm like, I have a year's worth of rent. I can go start a business. I had never had a business before. And I decided to go to college. So I went to college because I was a little jealous of the college experience that my friends were all having. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What what did you learn there? I want to know too. Maybe we can share that later. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I ended up going to Stockton University. It's in South Jersey. Um, okay. Used to be the, a massive party school. It's really not anymore. It's more of a science school. Um, went there for business, which is the worst major to get there because nobody, it's all adjunct professors who were there for a check. Like I had two, <laughs> I had I had two, I had three really good professors all throughout my four or five year college journey. But um, yeah, man, when I got there, uh, that's when I started, I changed my podcast around, started interviewing more people. And I interviewed um, a guy named Tori Grant, who made, who left his job to become a skateboarder and a social media manager. And so he told me he was making six figures doing social media management. And so, yeah, I mean, Paul's on the story there, but that's really where I, uh, that's when I actually started to not just be curious about these things, but actually start to try it. And that's when I started to become a freelancer online um, and make my first money online. Did So I got to back up a little bit. So you're on Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, like you were on it? Oh, no, no. I just oh. was watching it on YouTube. Oh, gotcha. I thought you said you were on it. I was like, or you were listening to all these. So you were like listening to all the stuff people are like doing 10 years later. Like, like Oh, man, my did. dad, all my friends and my dad, even even now or back then, my dad was like, why are you watching the Fear Factor guy? Like they were just confused. <laughs> Fear Factor guy. Yeah, that's yeah. how I do them, too. Yeah. Or unless know. you're a UFC, which most people weren't really like hardcore MMA fans back then. Um, unless you're like a UFC guy and then my friends too, none of my friends, like none of them were watching that until probably I'd say halfway through college, they started sending me videos and they would say, did you see this episode? I said, I've seen every episode, (laughs) dude, you're sending me episodes. I watched three years ago, son. Like I've been binging Joe Rogan, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it was like, and by the way, like I'm a podcast watcher and listener. That's why I do this. Yeah. Because yeah. I do like I don't go at the end of the day and then watch movies. I yeah. watch podcasts. It's my whole life. There's no it's like I it's like living in the gym. It's like living in your gym and you're yeah. like a trainer. Like you don't go home and then work on your your, you know, uh, you know, car or whatever. Like I literally just like and I have a ton of hobbies, but like I am obsessed with podcasts. So Joe Rogan was the start of that. No, I I plan to be on there one day, but I have a bit much bigger plans for that to take place, but you know, well, let's go. Come on. Me, me, me and you both, man. I'm going to call you out then. I got an, uh, I got to put it out in the world, man. You know? I, yeah. We got to get it out there. I think, how do you, how do you get Joe Rogan's attention? What, well, what, I have how would you plan. approach that? How do you yeah, get on have, bigger people's podcast? Yeah. I mean, I have a plan for, for, so I have my own very specific plan for getting on Joe Rogan's podcast. I'll share a little bit about of it and then let me get to how to get on bigger podcasts. Okay. Um, so the thing, my own plan. So I had people telling me like years ago, they're like, Oh yeah, you could, you know, work with Joe Rogan or whatever. Or, and, and I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And they're like, no, you should, like should be on Joe Rogan. I'm like, Oh, I never, that's crazy. Right. Like I thought that was crazy. Um, I, I think that's totally crazy, but I also am realizing where I stand in podcasting and my impact like i want to be the best podcast coach in the world like my impact 
um, or like my future impact, I think will be pretty big in terms of what I'm going to explore within podcasting that nobody else has explored. Mm. Um, so I see this as like the first 20 years of the radio. That's where we're at right now with podcasting. Okay. Right. So what I, my plan is to, I can't announce what it is. I, I don't, I haven't really, it's not really just an idea stage, but it's something that has to do with podcasting and like going much deeper into podcasting. And I think that will get pretty wide attention. Really? I mean, that's my plan. Yeah. So, but that's it. That's all, unfortunately all I can share about it. But <laughs> so that's my plan to get on Joe Rogan. Cause then he'll whatever, watch the thing, listen to it, read it, and then maybe be like, Oh, this is interesting. So this is like a know. launch then? Is this a launch? Is this it's not, it's not going to be a business, but it may oh. or may not be. A, well, it will maybe wrap into my business, but it may or may not be a podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so that's Jeez. so that's that. But uh, also, yeah, in terms of getting on bigger shows, um, I think there's a few factors. I think the first one is kind of relevancy slash authority, right? Like if you're already a name in yeah. an industry and or online, that's going to make it easier. Won't guarantee it, but it'll make it easier. And then number two, it's what do you bring into the table? Yeah. Like if I'm on Joe Rogan, that's why I don't really want to just sit there and be on Joe Rogan. Like I do kind of want to be on there for a purpose. Yeah. And so, or on this podcast for a purpose, whether it's sharing my story or talking about podcasting or educating people on it. Yeah. I kind of want to match that. And, and uh, if you had somebody on before me that was saying all the things that I'm going to say, it's like, why would I be on? Right. And so I think that's the second part, which is how are you really adding your new angle? Um, yeah. And then the third part to it is really just the repetition. Like I know for a fact, you know, if we, which we'll probably do this since you're, you know, in the program, we'll probably develop an outreach email that we send to a lot of these bigger shows. All we need is one, two or three of them to land. And then you use that as leverage to get on the next bigger show. Gotcha. Um, and gotcha. so one of my friends and podcast guests, I'm actually going to work out with him on Friday. His name's Matt Amabile. He's in okay. real estate. He has 11 units. Oh, dang. Um, $10,000 loan from his dad ended up paying him back like two years later. And that's how we got started. Um, cool. You guys would definitely connect. Would be a good guest too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he was just on bigger pockets, you know? So, and, and, and he started a podcast, had, had some pretty, you know, bigger names on. But it's just grassroots, man. Like he didn't like pull any strings. Like he just kept going, right? So if you do the outreach and you're and you put your mind like it's within the vision, yeah, to be on those shows, like it will happen. It's just about the repetition, you know. Yeah, I uh, I, I tried to get on Brad Lee. If you know who that is, uh, I've I haven't applied to his yet, but tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the application is find him on Instagram and try to do some debatable comment or something, and then. You know, you got to get it. You can get his attention, yeah. but you know, you, you tell him you're a real estate guy. I, I just, I've done outreach to bigger podcasts. You know, this is one of my struggles is how do you, how are you different though? How are you different? So you have to really have that tuned in and, and then they do their research. You got to have a certain following and you got, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they do their quick audit. Like, no, this guy's got oh, well, 20,000 followers. No, like, for real. No. And I know people who have tried for months and then eventually got on his podcast after okay. they kept pushing. Right. So, and that's just Brad, you know, in general, the good thing about Brad that I like is that he does all the booking, you know, so oh, yeah. he's choosing, which is great. That's actually a much better chance now. Yeah. Cause if you have a booker, they, a lot of times they don't see a lot yeah. of the nuance. Right. And mm -hmm. so, but you're right. That's what me and you were going to work on over the next year yeah. plus is to kind of create and find that angle. 
Um, right. And that, and hey, man, I'm doing it too. Um, I yeah. just niched down my podcast to three topics, which took me five years to do, you know. <laughs> five, yeah, yeah. Great things don't happen overnight. Um, well, I, I love your story, Ryan, just because it, it relates, I feel like, a lot uh, of mine. And I love finding people like in the middle of their journey because I feel like, yeah, you you may be a podcast pro, but you're like you're in the dirt still, just still building it and and oh yeah, and building yourself every day. And and I, I don't like to find people as mentors or coaches that have just made it. Mm. Uh, I love to find ones that are gritty in the mid in the mud with me, uh, maybe a little further down the mud line than me, but uh, that helps me a lot because I was a concrete guy. You're a mechanic. Uh, let's just say those two careers don't necessarily excel you into podcasting <laughs> too fast. Nope. Uh, I would never, I would never think 10 years ago that we'd been here 15 years ago, whenever I poured concrete, but, uh, you know, and then you went to college, found out it wasn't for you or, or it sounded like, I, I don't know how far down the journey you made it in college. I'm 12 credits short. It just wasn't. Oh no, by the way, this is actually perfect. Like I didn't, I did graduate. Right. So this is a great dichotomy of like, you can graduate, you can okay. not graduate. It's all good. Either way, good. like the only thing that matters is that you get to the next thing. Gotcha. So in your yeah. case, right? Like you got to the next thing. You didn't need to get those 12 credits to build, start building your empire. Dude, I literally started a business and I went to school for business in construction management. You'd think I would learn how to open the business. Like I didn't even know that you had to call the state to open an LLC. Well, but dude, construction it's management degrees don't teach you about business. They teach you about like working for a company and being yeah. a construction manager within some other massive company. Yeah, yeah, and that's I what business degrees are. You that know? Pro that program's BS, in my opinion. Um, but you know, if you want to be a master scheduler, like I don't, who, who's going to do that all day, dude? Uh, my, but, dude, I got my uh, two. I know two people. Sorry to cut you off, but like my cousin is a construction manager, and so is my best friend. And I will say, I believe they're in the minority. I think they really like it, but they're also working for. Um, one of them works for Hensel Phelps, uh, my my friend. Yeah, right. So it's like he he was destined. Like he was the top of like he got an internship way younger than everybody else. They guided him through and kind of like showed him the path. He got a condo. Um, you know, he's renting a nice condo. Immediately bought a brand new car at a college. Like that's what he wanted to do, right? Yeah. I don't have the condo. I don't have a brand new car. I don't have any of these stuff. I didn't have money. Um, and so that's what you know, maybe you as well, but it's like, that's what he, that's his life. Like he wants to see the end. Totally cool, man. I don't, I don't want to know what's coming next, but yeah, it's what, interesting. What's your biggest takeaway since you finished college? You're well-educated. Um, what's your biggest takeaway from college? I just want to know. Oh yeah. My biggest takeaway from my take on college is that it's not about college at all. It's only about the time. And so if you don't use that fucking time, man, if you don't use that time, to either dive into the degree thing that you're doing and learn a lot about that or yeah. figure out the other shit, college is pointless. Like I just don't see, college is 100% completely pointless and useless if you don't use it for something, not because of the content. The content's great. Yeah. It's because of the price that you pay for that content. Yeah. And so if it's just, it's the, it's, if I were to start a company and I wanted to make money, I would just start a college. You can raise the price without raising the quality. That's true. You can just raise the rates. Nobody yeah. can stop you. And guess yeah. what? The government gives the people who are broke 
money to give you. Yeah. So that's the reality of college. It's college isn't bad. It's just, are you leveraging college? And so most people don't, they don't know what they're doing. They're just using the time to mess around for four years or maybe eight. If you become one of those kind of super seniors where you can never leave. Right. Um, it's a delay. You're delaying like the start of your life, yeah. which you need to do. You need to yeah. get started. And so I, that's my take on it. Like it's totally worth it if it's worth it for you. Yeah. But I think I, for most. It's a, yeah. You, like you said, you can procrastinate with four, eight years if you want. Mm-hmm. I, I think that colleges though, for the value that you're going to have to pay in the next decade or the next five or 10 years, it, it's crazy already. But in the next five, 10 years, they're going to have to change. If they don't change, they have to be losing people. I know COVID's not only affecting them, but like we have a school here in North Dakota. We do airplane, aerospace, you know, uh, airplanes, uh, pilots, different things. And then we do uh, medical, but then we are now, now the fifth biggest online school. So they're adopting that way, which I think is good, but I just don't know. Like I don't hire anyone and ask them their degree. Like you do not need a construction management degree to work for me. And I think that everyone is lowering that standard. I, I don't think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you used to have to have a bachelor's to even be considered. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a job. So I never used my degree the way that most people use it to get a uh, job. Okay. I never went and got one. Right. So it's like, that's, that's the irony. Um, but no, it's true. Like my sister is going to, is going to be a marine biologist. She can't not go to college. She can't be like, I love birds guys. I watch a bunch of YouTube videos on birds, you know, like that's not going to work. <laughs> so their college is really good for, and by the way, she's got it at 100% paid for by scholarships. Cause she's very smart, right? Like okay. the way that people house hack, there should just use y'all should all college hack. Like I know I've seen people get all college for free, 100%. I'm talking yeah. up to PhDs, right? Wow. Um, if you're going to go, finesse the system, get up in yeah. there, get some scholarships, right? But yeah. Um, yeah, that that is interesting because I think you can, well, if you're getting it for free, if you're not, if you're paying for college, maybe you should dictate whether you need to go or not. Make sure you're yeah. not just getting your uh, free beer money every, you know, semester with financial aid. I mean, we both know so many people that just blew everything when they went there like three oh, times. Sure. It's like they came back and they were like, I'll recharge, reset. And then they blew it all again. It's like, yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's true. Sorry. We went on a college rant there and we're not telling you not to go to college. We're just saying that make sure you're valuing your time at college. If you're going to go, dude, if you make an investment in anything, you be- better have some kind of plan. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I, I, Grant Cardone's programs, he's like, I don't know. They can't. They don't want to pay forty-seven bucks to show up for three hours, and I don't want them there anyway. They don't. If they want gonna... to pay forty-seven bucks to show up for three hours, and I don't even want them here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, you know, has some other debatable content. <laughs> every, every, everybody's a buyer. Everybody's a buyer. <laughs> everybody's yeah. Everybody's got a money. So, what what did you get out of when you were you know talking about your journey a little bit, like you, Tim Ferriss, and you got the four-hour work week, and you got rich dad, poor dad in your mind. Where, you know, those create entrepreneurs, right? Like those are entrepreneurial type books, I feel. What, yeah. you know, what, when you started reading all that crap, like, you know, crap, it's it's all very good stuff. Rich Dad Porter has like literally the pinnacle still today. Yep. Like For the real. purple book. You got an audio, but you also are a rapper. 
which we yeah, are no, going to have him sense. rap at the end of this. <laughs> at the end of this, he is going to rap about Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh man, so, that's a tough one. I'll try though. I'll try to yeah, think right at the end time. of this. So stay tuned. But um, you know what? What did you learn from that? What did you learn from some of those books? And like, how did uh, you know you had a switch of mindset because you went from mechanic to like like full blown like I'm doing this. Yeah. I mean, I think first, like I was coming home every day and I was still making music and my podcast. So I was working on stuff, other stuff. Like I knew I wasn't going to be a mechanic past a certain point. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I think I'm going to do some other, some different things. And once I had my friend Tori on the podcast to talk about social media management, he sent me a ton of scripts to use on, on, um, Upwork. So I just was like, okay, I'll be a social media manager. I have an Instagram account and I write captions. How hard could it be? Um, got zero jobs in two months. Then I pivoted to voice acting. So then I got one job doing that for 80 bucks. And that was the first money I made online. And that was probably maybe a year after I read those books. So I was never thinking, by the way, like same with you, like, I never thought I would have a business ever. Like I never thought about that. Like I just was, there was a moment where I guess, and by the way, I'm trying to like recollect my like memory here. So maybe I may be making some things up, but I think, um, I think I realized that I need want to do something different. It wasn't have a business. I still don't even know if that's my thing. Maybe I'm more for us. Maybe I'm more of a solopreneur or do am I more like a business builder? I don't really know that I'm still figuring it out for sure. Um, the one thing I know though, that I didn't know then is that I'm, I love business. Like I'm Mm. like, I love marketing. I love sales. I love marketing. I'm literally doing for a company. I'm doing a two days at Costco selling bars, selling like these new protein bars called IQ bars. And, uh, cause it's a friend of mine owns the company. They have six employees. They're about to go in over a hundred Costco's if this does well. But it's like, that's what I do, man. Like, I'm not done. Like, I'm, I still do, like, I'm still a DJ. Like, I still do everything. Like, if my buddy was like, hey, can you come landscape for a day on Friday or whatever? If I was free, I would just do it. Like, I'm not, you know, above anything still, I don't think. Um, so I love the experiences, right? So I still don't know. Like, I still want to see, maybe my, maybe I'm meant to be a full-time podcaster. Maybe I'm meant to be, you know, an, uh, an opener for, you know, bigger artists or, who oh. know, you know, we don't really know. So they're definitely in the, there's definitely a mindset shift when I made my first money online. That was the first one. Yeah. Then the, but the mindset shift then was not, oh, I can become a business owner. It was, oh, I can not have a blue collar job. I can have a more like online job, but it wasn't gotcha. business owner. It was just, maybe I can have an online job. Got it. Yeah. I, uh, uh, making your first money online can be like real interesting. It's like, wow, someone paid me to do this. And you, you wow, said it was man. voice acting. Like, can you, can you do the ad or what, what was it? Like, it was just, yeah, something. it it was, um, no, it was really funny. It was actually not a company or it was just a guy who flew, had a drone. So he, Dang. or maybe I guess it was, the, yeah, I guess it was just a drone company. It, I think it was a drone company trying to create their own examples of their own work. So they didn't have clients. So what they did was they would fly the drone up. It was called the, uh, it was some kind of covered bridge in California. And like, it was a drone video of the covered bridge. And it was like, this covered bridge is, you know, one of California's largest covered bridges known as Herba Buena. 
in the 18th century. Like that was the vibe of the voiceover. So this guy would create these videos and act like somebody paid him to do them. You know? Oh, gotcha. Right? And you were, <laughs> yeah. the, you were doing the voiceover of, it, of the script. Exactly. He gave me the script and I just did the voiceover in the script. And then he paid me 80 bucks. Like he didn't have any work after that. Um, but yeah, man, crazy. That is, that is freaking awesome. 80 bucks. There you go. That was a good start. What, uh, you got to tell me though, like, how does one just become a rapper? Like the, like, mm. did you just get bored of DJing and like decided <laughs> to be the main, main attraction? Like, how do I you think, just do that? Yeah, man. I mean, I just did it because, so I had two friends. Yeah, I didn't do it on my own. So I had a friend of mine, uh, his name's Justin. I mention him all the time in these stories, but um, he's, uh, I believe he's an electrician now. Um, he was a generator electrician mechanic um but he was rapping i don't know how he started rapping i guess had rapping with other people and he was and then he would come over we would work out together we were so into working out and fitness. okay I'm okay still pretty big into it um but he that's what we did together because he was jacked man and i was like okay i'm gonna i'm trying to get jacked like you and so we would work out together two hours a day and then afterwards we had nothing to do so we were just freestyle rap and then so I started doing it, but I was always a words person. So I kind of was a little bit, I wasn't too bad at it. Like I could hang, like I could at least do it. And then my friend Pernell, he was a music producer in high school. Like he would skip school to, to make beats and stuff. Like he was so much more successful at that yeah. um, in high school. So he was like, hey, I'll produce the beat. There was a kid who was trying to like, kind of like diss us a little bit in high school. So we yeah. made a diss track against him. And then my whole school listened to it. And then that was how I started what the heck dude you're just, yeah you you do have a knack for words so that's probably why you're a writer and a and a you know a reader and a and a podcaster today it's like i you, love it man you know how they uh they hit the emotions that's a freaking wild story and then you just kind of stuck with it why i see music videos still coming out what what's going on with that then how, yeah, how have think... you kept that rolling is that hobbies yeah, it's definitely a hobby. Um, you know, my podcast has taken over in terms of like my main hobby, I guess. <laughs> M- music seems to come in when I kind of need it or when okay. I want to do it. Yeah. Um, the reality is I have two, I have hundreds of unfinished songs. Um, I have tens of finished songs that aren't released. So my whole goal is to just release them. Um, I took all the pressure off myself of trying to be something in music or be something big or massive. Like, um, I just didn't want that pressure because I I'm pursuing business full time. So, um, now it's just fun. And so my last release, I haven't, I don't look at the numbers. Like, it's so nice. Like, I just don't look, I don't care. It's just, it's cool. So now I'm just doing it because I want to do it. And maybe later, like I said, it'll come back around or in a different way, but. Yeah, man. That's now I just do it when I want to do Super creative, it. though. Like, so when you talk about a release, would that be like YouTube, or is this like, is there a, is there a platform just like podcasting? Oh yeah, I'm on DSP, so it's you know digital service provider. So I'm Spotify, Apple Music. I'm on all. I'm on like thirty and YouTube, but I, I didn't. Yeah, know I still I look like that I, up. I release legitimately. Like all my stuff is on Spotify. Like, like I'm a legitimate artist in in that way. But I just don't, I just do it kind of ad hoc, you know, like I'm not, um, I realized later, I'm like, oh shit, if I would have put all the energy I put into business, I feel like I could have made it 
as a rapper or rapper or podcaster, you know, full time. Yeah. But. Yeah. 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 Well, Hey, I think I, Maybe. I'm going to listen to those. So <laughs> I'm not, yeah. it's not over. Yeah. Check them out. Let me know yeah, what you think. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryan Sullivan. Uh, oh, it's, it's S U L O Y B O P. So it's behind me for people watching, but oh, 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 uh, for people listening, it. it's, that's it's, the cover. Yeah. Sully Bop. That's it. Sully Bop. Got it. Um, you drill. mentioned, you mentioned, is this, and I don't know if this leads into this at all, Ryan, but you can tell me how it is. How, uh, I see this one a lot and I always have a hard time with it anyway, but meditation, mm-hmm. uh, so you, you maybe do rapping as a hobby or you know, I don't know if it, it plays hand in hand with meditation or just thinking and, and, and being creative or how do you, uh, but I seen on actually Dan goes post this morning too. It's like, mm-hmm. how, do, how do you meditate? How do you, you know what I mean? How do you, what, what does that help you? Yeah. Uh, I think for me how does it help me? It does. I have a lot of chatter in my mind, like a lot of thoughts. And um, I definitely have some ADHD, like naturally. Um, My mom has it pretty bad. So I think I have that. Um, And I think in 2018, 2019, when I was kind of getting into personal development, I actually got into personal development before I got into business, right? So okay, um, I was naturally curious, much more curious about like meditation, uh, yoga, you know, I was like, okay, interesting, yoga nidra, cool. which is okay. a, a, com- a different type of meditation, mindfulness meditation, um, you know, kundalini, I mean, you can go down all the rabbit holes, like I did, like I tried a lot of them. Um, but I think it was, I didn't know the benefits until I stopped. And so once I stopped for a few months, maybe after doing it for like a year, um, then I realized how insane my thoughts were, how intrusive they were to my life. And really? so, yeah. So a lot of the other things, like what I can, what I do really is prevention. Um, I'm preventing myself from going like down the path, like having an addictive personality. Like yeah. I could go, I could not be, you know, that happens to a lot of people where it's like, you can go down the bad path or you could like do all the preventative measures and stay on the good path. So I think meditation for me, I, I do uh, enjoy doing it, which I think most people, I didn't in the beginning, I hated it, but I do enjoy doing it and I do see the benefits of it. Um, but it's just a habit. It's not, it's not like something once again, like it is like a little mini hobby, right? Like I'm not, okay. it's it, for me, it's like golf, right? Like I go out and golf with my friends. We get yep. a little competitive for a second, yep. but I'm not going to go and I'm not like doing tournaments, you know, like, that's yeah. where I'm at with meditation, where it's like, I just do it every day, you know, five days a week. And I just do it. I don't try to, I'll switch it up. I'll do a guided, I'll do a non-guided, I'll do 20 minutes, I'll do 30 or I'll do five, gotcha. you know, I'll switch things up. But um, yeah, I think where people get caught up with meditation is that they want to, they think it should be something. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like other than I like fall asleep or something like I'm, what should I be doing? And uh, I'm sure there's apps or is there something that, like you said, guided? Yeah. So I recommend Sam Harris guided. You can buy his app, but it's like a hundred bucks. It's definitely expensive. Okay. Um, Sam Harris, but it's great. Um, Tara Brock, if you want free ones. So it's T-A-R-E-B-R-A-C-H, Tara Brock. Okay. Um, look her up on Spotify. She has all of her guideds, um, thousands God. of guided meditations. Um, she's great. Uh, you have to get past any opinions that you have on these people if you're doing guided because you oh. might be people listening like, oh, this chick's a hippie or whatever. It's like, dude, no, just do the meditation. Shut up. Like, like you're <laughs> right. an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like she's trying you, to monetize. There's a reason you need to meditate. 
Yeah, you know? right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Relax. Like, she's a professional. Like, just, yeah, chill out. Chill out. So uh, so those are two great guidance, uh, guided meditations. That's where I started. I started with Sam Harris, guided meditation, 30 minutes. And I would do that every morning at, like, 6 in the morning. Um, and that's when I meditate, right, in the morning, immediately after I wake up. Um, if you oh. fall asleep, then you're probably too tired. You probably need more sleep. Oh, got it. Right? So that's a good indication. Now I know. Now I go, oh, man, I fell asleep during that meditation. I probably should have got more sleep last night. Right? Dang. So your body's telling you what you need. It's just yeah. you got to listen to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to the what it is, though, it's totally just you have to not just remove, do nothing. It's been Most people uh, can't do that. No, I I struggle with that. I'm sure I'm I'm undiagnosed ADHD of some sort, right? Like we probably all are. We have to so be. I <laughs> why we have fun every day. But yeah. um, you know, debatable things we say, whatever. It's fun. But I've been doing these, you know, I, I don't have an ice bath. Actually, my wife got one as my birthday today. So she did I seen it was by my car when I got home. But I've been doing like the just cold showers, like turn it on all the way cold and like stand in there for four minutes. It's brutal. But it does challenge me to just clear and calm and and you know really be that, that that's not easy but have you ever done that yeah i mean i did cold showers for 30 days um which was just insane man like i love the benefits i love the feeling yeah. uh but and i had a guy in my podcast named matt zalaya and okay. he is a his fitness dude is he's the most most athletic person i've ever met and Dang. he he does marathons. He does. That's how we got. He's popping more on TikTok is from cold plunges. Um, and so he's like the cold plunge guy on TikTok. Oh, and uh, yeah, he's really cool, man. So he came on my podcast to talk about cold plunge. And so it got me a little inspired. I still don't have one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do. I just do cold at the end of my showers. And that's my cold. So I do yeah. cold for same like four or five minutes, you know, oh. once or twice a day. And and that's what I do. But I I'm I do the pussy way, man. I don't do the you know, hardcore. the whole dive in like, dude, right he's out, out there, bro. He's out there and the water is warmer than the air. Like he does it in the winter where it's 30 degrees outside, but 40 degrees in the cold plunge type of shit. Like that's another level, man. Yeah. You I know, I, <laughs> you know, there's all these posts. It's like, yeah, I don't cold plunge. You know, people like I wake up at four 30. I'm in there by four 45 and I sit in there for five minutes and then I, I dry off outside and it's 25 degrees. I was like, what are you doing? Like, do we have to do that? But you do, you do get some kind of dopamine from it. Uh, I mean, it's, it clears your head and, uh, I don't know what shocks your body. I'm not sure what it does. Yeah. yeah I, I need to do more research on it. I just hear a lot of people. Well, there's, about it. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm an idiot too. So I really don't know that it's science, but all, what I do know is what I've regurgitated from smart people, which is heat shock proteins and cold shock proteins. So there's these actual proteins that get released when you do these things. So that's why a sauna is beneficial oh, as well, right? Got um, it. So yeah, there are uh, on top of the dopamine and I think it's mostly serotonin, I think rather than like dopamine, but yeah, yeah, it's these different proteins that apparently get released and that's the end of my knowledge. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's something happening, something like, good. <laughs> you, I, I, I have done them for five days. I've been started CrossFit. That's been a challenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I want to run a marathon. So that's my next, like, uh, cause I, the, the thing with weightlifting, which I love and do, and more so like bodybuilding stuff that I do, like there's not really other than like a bodybuilding competition, there's not really any like events I can really yeah. do. And I'm not really interested in, you know, do, I mean, maybe, I mean, I've wanted to, but I think I just want to do a fitness like challenge. So I yeah. think that's going to be 
my next one um maybe half marathon to start but we'll say that but we'll, yeah have I'm you done talk, andy yeah have you done like andy or Frisella's? i know that's not a marathon or anything but like the 75 day hard thing i love i love that i mean what i've no i haven't done it um my my motto dude is not get jacked it's stay jacked right oh. so like i just think work out all the time like like never stop working out never yeah. stop having a good diet yeah. i think that's what people do is they just stop and then that's why you see people every year post on their story go like all right bet i'm about to loot drop 30. like that's not like i'm not impressed i'm impressed yeah. if you're always in shape yeah so that's what i do that's just what i do personally like yeah you know i i work out basically every day and i have done that for the last eight years so when I did the 75 hard challenge, it wasn't like I stay in shape. I work out yeah, totally. every morning. And, uh, but it was like to do 75 days of the same thing. I'm in the Midwest. So there's plenty of drinking going on and, uh, and that's the norm. Right. Uh, so that was a challenge, but not wait, so it's no, yeah. Talk a little bit about like what the requirements yeah, are. So, so I'm going to go off a of memory here, but 75 hard is basically work out twice a day, 45 minutes a day, separate times can't be together. So basically morning and then night when you're tired, you got to go out at eight 30, put the kids to bed and then go ride the bike or do something. Um, and then you have to, uh, read a book at night. Uh, uh I think it's 10 pages of a self-improvement book or something to that nature. Um, you got to drink a gallon of water that sticks with me today. Uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of water is always good. Any fitness person knows that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got to go with it. Yeah. Coffee, water before coffee. I don't know. There's a saying. <laughs> and, uh, yep. and, um, uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, ch -ch -ch. is it no drinking? Yeah. Well, there's no alcohol and okay. then you got to like follow a diet, which basically I just skip fast food and then like sugar, like, like okay. desserts or anything like that. And then there's like no cheat meal. So like you get a half hour to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I, I don't really yeah i do that anyway yeah i don't know You're right yeah. yeah and that's but he's just like a lot of people don't they'll snack all day they'll you know eat fast food it's like once you can't eat any fast food it's like dang dude you know the funny thing is is my trainer told me to eat fast food because i was trying to eat grain because i was trying to gain weight oh um, and he was like <laughs> well he was like dude your metabolism he's like it's insane <laughs> just he's just like eat. i think you should eat mcdonald's so i did it worked. And it worked. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, there you go. It did, it did work. But uh, yeah, man, I'm interested in it. I like challenges like that. Um, I don't do them much. I did a few diets for sure. Um, intermittent fasting was the best. Oh, the best. Love it. Loved it. And I still I stick have, with it today to an extent. But I got like a thing uh, diagnosed with like hangry. So like my wife won't even let me fast for any longer than I need to. I can't fast if there's anybody around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, as I long as there's nobody around i can fast <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh well ryan hey i got a few questions for you before you break down your rap of rich dad poor dad so hopefully you got all your dude i got ready. a can to rap for you bro you're gonna have to give me time for that rich dad, okay all right dad. well you can wrap any, you, you can wrap anything you want but for we, real, uh, got you, we gotta got keep them around um i just got a few questions i like to ask every guest that's been on my podcast and um, the first one is what is your biggest fear? I would say just stopping completely like something stopping me from, cause I'm so used to doing all this stuff, like working out every day, pursuing my business, DJing, all everything, everything that I want to do. And mm -hmm. so if something were to just 
be like, nope, sorry, you have you have to stay in bed now. That's my biggest fear. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one, actually. I, you know, I think most entrepreneurs have FOMO of like dying and, or just, just not fear of missing out, but just fear of dying, I should say. Mm. And, you know, I mean, just like you want to keep going and you want to keep doing great things and you want to inspire people. You know, it's, but and it's like dying is not even as bad. It's more like that would be bad, obviously, but like the thought of not being dead, but then not being to do all the things. Yeah. Is even that, worse. That's true. That's true. I uh um okay. Next question. I I got we we've got a few here to go through or two more. Uh, what would your ten year? Well, actually, let's say this. What would your seventy five year old self tell you yourself today? What you know? What what do you think? What do you think it would say about you right now where you're at, sitting in the bench at the park? What do you think? Probably like. I know you tend to get caught up on the little things, but they really don't matter. Um, and also, you're probably not going to regret not working as much. So maybe don't worry so much about trying to work more. You know, that's yeah. I feel like that's what my 80 year old self would say. I'd be like, dude, maybe chill a little bit. Chill a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's a it's it's always a good one to ask. And I just like to see how they No, I love it. I love thinking like the best perspective th is thinking about your 80 year old self. Yeah, like yeah. what they would say. It helps motivate me when I'm down. And, and I was thinking like, you know, hey, I get it sucks right now. You know, mm. on the worst days, I got some bands yeah. that I wear. Um, oh, that's cool, man. Um, you know, some charities that I donate to and, and some stuff my kids made me. So I, um, and uh just helps me through the hard days whatever you know it's like you, you as an entrepreneur you're yeah. gonna have some bad days right like guaranteed yeah. like welcome to the jungle <laughs> do you so. have a system or like do you donate a certain amount or something or like do you donate on a interval or something because like i don't at all and i'm starting to like i want to now because it's part of like this way that i'm kind of because i'm paying myself now and i'm you know i want to devote 10 yeah. percent to charity or whatever so how do you like Look at that. How do I regulate it? Um, you know, I don't, I get asked all the time, right? Like to donate to this and donate to that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you, you would love to donate all your money. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have more money than time right now. You know, it's like that, that's a thing, but I don't really regulate it to like, I have to give this amount. If I have like mm -hmm. a big deal going on and it's like, I got excess bonds, I give, you know, give to the church that you attend and, and really yep. be a contributor there. Keep it simple. Yeah. But then like, you know, I got, I got 10 X basically because Grant Cardone did change my life in 2017, just for the better. Um, my nice. kids made me a little band that says Mac on it. Um, we had an officer go down. Um, and we live in a smaller community, less than a hundred thousand. And, um, officer got shot by a tenant that he was trying to evict and a uh, wow. young guy under 30. So then yet we had a big charity golf tournament. Um, you know, uh, we call it trash the dress for MDS. It's a big ride. A, you know, a young 14 year old kid who loved four wheeling reminding me of myself died. Uh, but I just, I just try to pick up one or one thing a year, you know, and then, yeah. and then we built a house for a little gal that uh, she lives out in my small hometown. That's actually under a thousand people. And she had a tumor on her spine and she was born good. Uh, we rebuilt this whole freaking house for her. And, and so, um, 
Yeah, it was like that was two hundred thousand, but then there was other. You know, it's like you, you don't want to think about all these, but yeah, no, uh, I, that's, that's really. Uh, I really don't regulate it. I don't think you should. Yeah. Like, give the heart when you can give. Like, yeah, give when you can, because you you can't all the time. Nobody can do everything all the time, and yeah. So, and this was later in life, right? You can't start a business and then start donating to a bunch of things. Like, go all in on you and invest in you. That's and, where I'm at. And also, like the one keep thing donating I can, to you. The one thing I can do, Mark, is don't like I can. I don't have money to donate, so right. I only have time. Right. Um, and I almost feel like it's partially a donation for me to give out free advice that help right me. here. This is this is your gift, man. So yeah, so that's why I take. And by the way, like I don't lie when I say this. I take every interview. If you're listening to this podcast and you say I have a new podcast, like I, I will be on it. I give. I never deny an interview. Yeah. Ever. No matter who you are. That's so awesome. That's my that's donation awesome. uh, to an extent, but I appreciate you going into that, man. I, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that. that's just how I do it. I yeah, it's not methodical yet. Um, one last question before we wrap down the world. Uh, the what doesn't follow the herd mean to you? Unfollow the herd is that what you unfollow said? the herd mean mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Um, I mean, because that's a specific wording that you're using. You know, it's. I think unfollow the herd doesn't necessarily mean to detach yourself from a group. It just means to observe the group from the outside as objectively as possible. I think that's what unfollowing like, Oh, now I'm not following this person. Then I go back to their page in two months and I kind of see, Oh, okay. I kind of see the strategy here. That's kind of what I, that's what I would do because I don't, there's no benefit to me. The herd might be right. So now I just am going, I'm just being contrarian on a purpose that mm-hmm. I don't want to do. So I think just looking at it more zoomed out than everybody else. That's cool. Most I like that, man. I like that. Um, do you want to, we're going to wrap, we're going to end this thing with the wrap. <laughs> how do, how do more people find you though, Ryan? How do they ask you how to get on their podcast? Where, where mm-hmm. do you, where do you put most effort in? Yeah, definitely. LinkedIn is number one for me. Um, that's where the, I created a business on there. Um, so I share all of that advice. Um, but I help people launch podcasts and maintain their podcast, grow it, you know, coach podcast, coaching, uh, all that. So yeah, LinkedIn it's Ryan R Sullivan. If you type in Ryan Sullivan, I should get the SEO, have the SEO on that. <laughs> I should be the first one. Um, yep. but yeah, so that's, that's that on LinkedIn and then podcastprinciples.com is, is, uh, is our, is our website too. So, and then Sully Bop, if you want to look that up, that's all my music and Bobcast is my podcast. I got too many links, man, but Hit yeah, me yeah. on one of the platforms and we got you. Yeah, I want the Sully Bop uh, affiliate link. So if I sell any CDs or something. Oh, yeah, dude, <laughs> I will send it. <laughs> send it. We okay. need that. Actually, that's a good idea. iTunes doesn't even have that, man. I know. We got it. Let's I'm going to look into that. Let's get it. Let's get it. We got to monet- <laughs> monetize you. What What do you want to wrap for us? What are you going to wrap? Call me Kiyosaki because I always deliver. I got the rhyme so cold, probably making you shiver. My mind unlocked two cones, one's taking a little. My brain cells are brittle, form a circle like Skittle and get between it like middle so I could kill these riddles, but I still chill a little. Mark? Woo! That's Dang. it, baby. That's all I get. That's all you I do You just walk away. The, the headphones <laughs> drop and you got to go. Yeah. Ow. Let's go. <laughs>